0: They conquered the presses. They conquered podcasting. Now they take on drive time airwaves. The fine gentlemen at Mocker Media, at the forefront of media and FFRAC frac. we got that gas. The natural gas, present to you Mocker Radio. Two modern pirates taking on the biggest stories, making mincemeat out of politics, and everything else under the sun. And here they are now, the six-foot ginger and his short companion, Jack Morris and Nicholas Coca Welcome to Mocha Radio. Week two. Week of what? What is it? 114? What do you mean? The date? January 14th, 2019. Mm, it's the 15th. <laughs> I'm not good with dates. 8-11 a.m. 1650 a.m. On your a.m. dial. KBCP. Morning, Jack. Good morning. How's your coffee? Not great. I'll tell you. I woke up this morning. I didn't think I could do it. I'm... Um, not feeling well At all mm. Real sore throat I just took It felt like comfortably numb It was like I took A bunch of Medications And Made it out here Can't miss someone like this right? I guess I don't know where we jump in Sort of week of review The first thing I just wanted to clear up was I'm now really disappointed about the whole Kyler Murray thing. What about him? Well, he's going to the NFL. Well, if you don't know, Kyler Murray was selected by the Oakland A's ninth overall pick, first round of the 2018 MLB draft. He was given like $4 million signing bonus. And then um, the A's were like, oh, you, you go play baseball, or you, you go play football for one season and see what could happen. Obviously, it's going to be okay. And then he ends up having an amazing season, winning a Heisman trophy. And so then he was like, I could be a first round pick in the first overall pick in the NFL draft. So he said to the A's, Give me $15 million. The MLB said we'll change a rule to let him sign that contract as a newly signed draft pick a big major league contract. So basically the MLB is like, we'll bend all of our rules just to let you play baseball, which I think is sad for baseball that, you know, the NFL is king. guess the A's couldn't do it. Unsurprisingly. Don't have the clout. Not that they don't have the clout. It's like, what if this guy just isn't good? Like he'll make $17 million in the NFL, no matter what, maybe more. doesn't mean he's going to be good, right? He'll be the shortest draft pick ever for a first-round quarterback. 5'9 to 5'11, maybe 5'8. No one knows. Chase Robbins is listening. He said, no clout to the Oakland A's. (laughs) God, Chase has got to call in. So the first story I want to talk about was something I read the other day in the newspaper. Um, In New York, they're doing a screening of Andy Warhol's nine-hour epic film, Empire, which is a single-shot black-and-white film of the Empire State Building, just the top of it. It doesn't move. That's art. Real art. That's beautiful. Nine hours. So I think the artistic (laughs) message and the quote I heard from someone who had seen it was, you hear your own breathing... All of those bodily sounds. You have to uh, yours and those. I also heard that you have to bring your own pillow and water and food to get through it. Chase wants to say this was sponsored by the Hustle Network, which I don't know if I could say this is Moker Media, but okay. What's the Hustle Network? It's probably HustleBox. We can't promote things legally, so HustleBox. It's cool. Um, jo- Jonas Mekus who made the movie with Andy Warhol, said a melee erupted about 10 minutes into the world premiere in New York City. Dozens of outraged viewers began shouting, this movie doesn't move, which made me laugh. Like, the idea, it made me think, oh, movie, it's because it moves. They stormed the City Hall Cinema box office, demanding refunds for their $2 tickets. I think I would be pissed if I was expecting, like, a ni- like, this is going to be a crazy nine-hour movie. Get that Also, $2, $2 tickets, thing. and you're going to City... Whatever to get a refund. Sixty nine, though. Nineteen sixty nine. Oh, this was in nineteen sixty nine. Came out. I thought this was recently. No, they're just showing it again, which is stunning. My thought was, how does this differ from like sitting on a a flight to London or something? It's like it's not different, really, other than you can leave. I mean, if you're like sitting there. Well, I mean, you you're on a flight to London. You expect to just sit there for ten hours. Well, if you're going to see this movie now, you know it this well, stuff Well, we're talking look. about what happened in 1969. I'm just find it, find it funny that they're airing it again. Where are they airing it? Or they're showing it in New York. Why? Because people go and watch this for some reason. So supposedly there's two notable movements m- moments that actually the movie moves. And this is if you don't want to go see it, <laughs> which I'm assuming you don't. The buildings' floodlights turn on at sunset. And hours later, they turn off. <laughs> the film's climactic moments, sometimes you'll actually hear gasps, or at least not full-on audible gasps, but maybe small intakes of breath. <laughs> See, you wrote that. Ms. Henry, who saw it in 2011. These are the big events, right? Instead of it being God- Godzilla storming a town, it's the lights turning on and off. That's study. You put yourself through the city and The lights go on. Everyone goes, huh. <laughs> What a movie. I don't know. I feel like we should do it at least once. I'm not going to see it. I think the point is you hear everything else. Someone was like, if someone's chewing gum, you hear that. It's silent. Full silent. I don't, I just don't have the patience to sit through nine hours. I of think that. that's the point. I don't I would fail. you got to learn patience. Uh, another story I liked I read this yesterday and then there was a development that I didn't write down, but the Clemson football team visited the White House last night. Mm-hmm. Do you hear about this? No um, So the, here I'll play the, the video of uh, our president telling the menu. The Clemson Championship team the national championship team will be coming tonight. It'll be exciting. Uh, a very great team, an unbelievable team. They'll be coming tonight. And I think we're going to serve McDonald's, Wendy's and Burger King's with some pizza. I really mean it. It'll be interesting and I would think that's their favorite food. So we'll- I thought that was a great line. I think that's their favorite food. Spice well, like that food. It's fast food. Just got fast food for, you know, these elite athletes. I think athletes. that's like his favorite food. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that's his, right? Yeah. But then something kind of funny came out. I realized why he did this. Instead of some crazy White House dinner, the government shut down. He had to pay for it all out of pocket. Really? Because the kitchen staff's not working there. So he paid for all of that food, which is kind of funny. And if you saw the pictures, it was just like all the nice White House crockery and stuff and then just, you know, fillet of fishes stacked up. Like, it was a cool photo. And the guys loved it, supposedly. I also liked – I saw the pictures – they didn't point this out, but the guy is just on their plates, just, you know, four hamburgers, maybe. Those <laughs> dudes have got to eat so much. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was pretty funny. Government shutdown, don't quite get. Nothing has changed for me. Why don't they just permanently shut down everything that Well, down? my <laughs> uncle isn't getting paid. No, if you're a TSA agent. Or he's if a um, dentist for an Indian reservation. Oh. And he, he's not getting paid, so... How did I not know that you had an uncle who was a dentist at an Indian reservation? You got two dentists. Is he a Morris? No. Wow. What a dentist in that, mm-hmm. in that blood. I don't, I'm not saying it's calling you, but uh, the other thing I want to hit on, and I've kind of tried to talk to everyone about this because I find it so funny. Somehow it's gone quietly into the night. It was too unforgettable of a story. But Jeff Bezos' affair, or Bezos, or whatever people want to say, Affair. Because we love talking about Bezos. Yeah. Scandalous. Sp- well, I don't think it was. In a- so, supposedly he had been separated from his wife for months. But the woman he was with was married. Mm-hmm. The news anchor. But the most notable thing was how her friend leaked the text. So, you'd think that Bezos, unhackable, whatever, but her friend, the friend of the news anchor, got jealous took a picture of the tax, sent him to the National Enquirer, which, why would you send it? I guess they pay, but that's like the tabloid Did newspaper. Did Amazon huh? stock drop after this got leaked? I don't think anyone cares. Somehow, no one cared, and that totally was okay, despite him, what he said. So I've got some of the quotes, because I, I love this. And he, he said, you know, I support free journalism. You know, like I support free press. Whatever. Well, he owns the Daily Mail. He owns New York Po- or us no, washington today. he owns the washington post uh so this one i like a lot i love you a live girl alive girl mm-hmm. proper noun yeah. so that's his pet name which either implies dead people mm-hmm. or robots either could We've be seen him with a robot dog why couldn't he have a robot woman I think he's got plenty of robot women. But what about his Amazon morgues? They have morgues? No, but they might <laughs> He might be spot he buy he can buy anything. I will show you with my body and my lips and my eyes very soon. Ugh, it's creepy. Next one. I wanna smell you. I wanna breathe you on in. I wanna hold you tight. I want to kiss your lips. I love you. I am in love with you. (laughs) Now, it does sound like a 14-year-old, 15-year-old. I thought about it for a bit. That was my original thing. I was like, unfortunately, I I feel like I see myself in this. And then I thought, it also seems like 13-year-old, first girlfriend type situation, just bizarre, like crazy. Mm -hmm. But then I started thinking about it. Most people in 2018, it would be like you up question mark yeah. or like eggplant emojis mm-hmm. or something. This dude, he's trying, right? He's he's pretty yeah. he's pretty eloquent with it. I wouldn't say he's eloquent. <laughs> he's specific with his he's requests. Concise. There was another one where he was, you know, like I want to get drunk with you, but not too drunk to the <laughs> point that I'm stumbling. <laughs> I want to be with you. <laughs> I want to wake up in the morning with you and drink coffee with you and read the paper with you. Well, that's just. I nice. just want to talk to you. That's nice. I'm saying I just want to talk to you. It's fine. Yeah, but he seems like such a nerd. <laughs> I mean, God, he's always been a nerd. I know, but imagine what his relationship with his wife is. I mean, you'd hope, I always, you know, being a kid, you thought Bill Gates, like he's probably got dolphins. Like you want to think of Billy. He's probably got dolphins. Yeah, I think Zach Wilshire told me Bill Gates had dolphins. I don't know if that's true. But you'd imagine that billionaires were just doing awesome things with their money. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is what billionaires are doing. Well, that's, I mean, he's going to give humanity the gift of space. Yeah, I guess we, we talk about that all the time. Gift of space. We talking about Bezos every week. Um, he also sent uh, a nude... And the National Enquirer said it was too risqué for print. But Bezos came out of here with a big dub because the quote was, he's big, said the insider. (laughs) I mean, uh, Snoop Dogg did play-by-play on a hockey game. It was pretty funny. Um, I'm going to play that. I feel like he should do this all the time. Also, he kind of knows about hockey, but he kind of doesn't, which is... Kind of awesome. Uh, And for those of you who don't know your Snoop Dogg history as well as me, he um, used to wear like a Pittsburgh Penguins jersey, but now he's like an LA Kings guy. So this was him in the booth. Give me that. Here we go. Listen, turn it around. Push it, push it. Run the weave. Run the weave. Come on now. <laughs> Give me that. Now holds it in. Give me that. Give me that assist right there. Give me that assist. Give it to him. Right there. Oh come on. <laughs> he's not you're not common. I mean he's not doing a play by play, he's just giving his thoughts. Yeah, no. That's what I loved about it. It's like that's that's what a fan is thinking during the game, right? So when you're doing play by play, you know the stuff that the fan doesn't know. Oh <coughs> uh, this guy's got you know, it's like maybe the hardcore knows every guy on the ice. Snoop Dogg doesn't know anyone on the ice, really, unless he's buds with them. Maybe he's smoked with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. But he's just like, get in the goal, get in the goal, get in yeah. the goal. But I like I said, let's run that weave, let's run that weave. I feel like you should get one guy in there like that. I watched that whole thing. In the broadcast there were so many moments where they weren't even talking about what was going on in the game because Snoop Dogg was just talking. <laughs> you know, like I kinda like the idea of you just let the game play out and Snoop Dogg just wants uh-huh. the kings to score. If he did a game he didn't care about, it might not work. There was a car accident on account of the Bird Box Challenge. I saw that. Did you? This is a thing that I didn't, like, I don't care, like, I don't really find that funny. You know, "Eh, eh, the Bird Box Challenge, whatever. It's kind of like the Tide Pod things, you know, people are like, oh, people are so stupid. But that's usually a thing that a stupid person says. And then you got, like, 50 stupid people who eat a Tide Pod. I share this because it makes me want to drive a car blindfolded. Because someone got in a wreck? No, just because I'd never thought about it before. Like, where would you even start? Your neighborhood. Like, of course she got into a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that happens in that movie in the trailer. We haven't watched it. I, you could see all the windows are blacked out in the Bird Box car. And <laughs> there's sensors all around the car, and they're driving it really slowly. And then I think maybe Bird Box attacks it. Bird Box attacks it. <laughs> yeah, Bird Box. <laughs> What's your Bird Box? Um, why is it called... Why why is there so much Bird Box hype? I've heard it's not good from everyone who's seen it, that I've talked to about it. Conspiracy I heard was that Netflix had bots like create these memes on Twitter to get it started. <laughs> Which would be awesome. Because then Netflix, with this came out, like, oh, we wouldn't want anyone getting in the hospital over the bird box memes. Stop. That was actually a week ago. They probably predicted this. Maybe they had yeah. staged this. I don't know. How, I never thought of Netflix as an Amazon in terms of shit stuff that they would do. But um, wouldn't that be cool if it was, like, created Buzz? Yeah, like, funny. they got some Russian bots to create bird box memes. The Russian bots? Why can they just make their own bots? Everyone gets it. Like, why do we get Russian bots for Facebook and the like? What was that about? Why is it always Russian bots? It's a good question. I want some good old fashioned USA bots. Well, there are no like warehouses in the U.S. where you've got thousands of people just doing a thing, right? Um, no. There's That's no. There's like, no. Sir, there's no like China. Yeah, China, India. I mean, I don't really know, but. Okay, today's moral <laughs> dilemma for you, Jack. Okay. I'm getting married and Casey's getting married on the same day. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And in this hypothetical, I don't think you should base it off of like... This isn't like a... so <laughs> Like, who do you like more? Imagine it... It doesn't even need to be me and Casey. Imagine it as... You wouldn't want to select one over the other. What factors into your decision? Of whose wedding I go to? Yeah. Um, if I've been offered position of a groomsman or a best man, whichever one is higher, I would go to. Um, but if I wasn't if I was equal for both, I wouldn't go to either. You wouldn't go to either. Because it would ruin my friendship with the other one. I mean, Obviously, for obvious reasons, you don't... If you're, if you're like, close friends, you don't do a wedding on the same day for that reason. mm If it's remote friends, do you flip a coin? Like, just a lesser value, like... If all else is the same, yeah. You just have to randomize it. Maybe, like, which one has an open bar? Like, would you start to think about venue? Which one you'd yeah, spend definitely. more time... At? We- which uh well, yeah which has a better venue uh better facility menu better food that all comes into play you don't try and double dip um if they're close I do okay if they're in, if they're in the same city I will okay I go to one's service and the other's reception ooh but if they're far away you can't if you go to the morph you go to the fun reception. Yeah. Skip the lame service. And I, then you have to buy both a gift. Is the issue? I'm just getting like a toaster. It's always a toaster, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I had a thought about the all dogs go to heaven thing. <coughs> <coughs> and what was that? Kate okay, would say, "When we die, we go to heaven." In this thought experiment. Every human does. We will. Okay. (laughs) I've had plenty of pets in my life. The pets I have now will pass away likely before I do. I'll probably have another dog, maybe a cat. You know, plenty more pets down the road. You'll probably have a cat. I might. We'll see. I like dogs and cats that are friends. Um, Because they always end up being friends. When we get to heaven... Are they just going to go nuts? They go to a different heaven. No, come on. Yeah, they they go to animal heaven. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Why? It's just the way it works. Why? They want us in heaven. We want them in heaven. They have ultimate happiness in heaven, with or without us. Don't they need us for ultimate happiness? No. They yeah, have Yes, each other. they do no come on no really why because animals and humans are fundamentally different in terms of religion and they don't end up in the same place I don't think that that matters in this in this hypothetical heaven so in your hypothetical heaven they go to the same place yeah okay why not I I just explained I don't think the religion thing really matters I don't know what dog religion is Well in this hypothetical then, Okay they go to the same heaven but I'm saying But you think if there was a heaven Dogs would be in a different heaven There's animal heaven and there's human heaven No crossover No That just seems sick and twisted Do you have to go get a new dog in heaven There's no animals in human heaven why not? Because humans deserve more than animals. Does that mean that heaven is just like. Like the Orgy Dome? No. So it's just like. Heaven's different for everybody. It's whatever makes you happiest. Well, my heaven has animals. I guess yours doesn't. But the animals can't go to your heaven. You're just banning that right now? I'm not banning it. I can't ban that. This is my hypothetical. I think I'm going to use my heaven credits with my Boolean to buy a dog. Or get my dog back out of the brig. Okay. Why not? This was just supposed to be a happy thought where I thought about like Millie goes when I get back to heaven. All of like runs up to me. Uh, boots, like, kind of, you know, hobbles over. He's like, hey, I find, what's I find up? dogs are in heaven. I think dogs are in heaven, and they could talk in heaven. They could talk. That would be too weird. It would not be weird. It'd that be would awesome. That would be so weird. It would not be weird. Why would it be weird? I want dogs to talk right now. That would ruin dogs. <laughs> like they're just really a holes. Part of part of what makes dogs so fun is, you know, like you that you project miss- your own emotions. No, on them that right? you don't. You don't know what they're saying. If they could talk, they probably. Wouldn't be so fun all the time They would they would complain About getting left alone And things of that nature And I was singing about it too It's like I take my dogs out in the snow They'll play all day I went on a walk yesterday This is when I started thinking about it I was like wow it's cold And then I'm thinking I'm wearing all this clothes To stay warm I gotta do that The dogs just have this coat on them This winter coat All the time They're fine outside They love it In the summertime, I get way too hot. Right? You do too. Not fun. I hate it. Dogs have this winter coat on where they could go outside in the winter. Totally fine in the summertime. They don't care. They get hotter. They get hotter, but they're, they're fine. They have the heat receptors that humans don't have. They got the tongue. So they stick their tongue out, and when their body's hot, the... Their tongue get, cools them down. The closest we have is our hands and our feet. You know, like when you're hot, you stick your feet out under your blanket or whatever. And then it kind of cools your body down. Dogs just have this tongue. They go, <laughs> you know, they do that whole thing. Totally fine. Summertime. They're way, I feel like they got a way better design. They could play all day. don't have to do any work. They tricked humans. They're the best. They don't trick humans. They basically did. They don't. Yes, they do. Okay. I mean, when I'm walking mine, it leads me. And then in Britain, they call it a Lead, I think. And um, when it takes a poop, I pick it up and put it into a bag and carry it around. Uh, doctor, notably in West Palm Beach, because first I was like, oh, crap, this could be anyone. But then I'm like, it's West Palm Beach, Florida. You, what are you talking about? Oh, it's just a story. I thought it was kind of funny. Doctor removed a tumor. But it wasn't a tumor. It was a kidney. <laughs> <And> got it. <laughs> so he probably freaked this woman out. Like, hey, you got a tumor. So on and so forth. And then they're like, "Nah, you just, uh, we just took out your kidney. So it was a $30,000 fine. And the one doctor got off with like somehow a three thousand dollar fine for that that's malpractice insurance right there that's right but can you believe that what a mess up and and i mean because then it just sent me down this whole rabbit hole of how easily could you get into that position where you're a doctor in west palm beach to mistake a kidney for a tumor and go through the whole procedure of removing it without anyone being like That kind of looks like a kidney. Like, I feel like I could say, like, hey, that's a kidney. Like, I. I, Maybe this person's kidney was pretty, you know, done. Maybe it looks like a tumor, but still. You have to. The kidney's hooked up to other organs. Like, (laughs) you have to. He's got some connections, yeah. He had to cut through all of that. Man. Well, at least the person's fine. Because you can function without a kidney yeah but'm so, if it was if he took out if he could take out a kidney, he could have taken out like any organ except the heart yeah the heart that that's exactly where my mind went accidental heart removal can you imagine that you, that would be so bad <coughs> you either get just a total alcoholic doctor or a guy pretending to be a doctor in there, yeah somehow cuts the aorta, takes the sucker out you have to cut through four things yeah Yeah, you gotta get the ventricles out right Mm -hmm. you take the thing out still beating maybe and then someone's like dude dude what do you do and then i guess if you do that well the person's dead by that point legally they're dead so they're either like you're not going to get a donor heart immediately unless you happen to be like right next to someone who they just took the heart out of Well, maybe, and then you rig it back up well if depending on how long you've had the heart out you could maybe just put it back in stitch it together I feel like you could do that because all the blood is still oxygenated I mean they just stick it into a cooler and ship it on a plane Mm -hmm. that's terrifying (laughs) and then you have to go through the basically the recovery of a heart transplant but you're obviously going to take to your own heart your body's not going to reject it but you just have to go through I mean that would be so bad. <sighs> or I bet I bet some doctors have tried to get a brain tumor out, but just taken some brain matter. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> they just accidentally performed a hemispherectomy. The classic joke is um that uh there was a in England there was a brain surgeon and a patient in the uh the patient needed to have a brain surgery. And so the doctor said, okay, I'm going to take out 5% of your brain matter and that'll fix it. But then um, he does the surgery, but he messes up. And then when the patient wakes up, he goes, oh, I messed up by accident. I only take out 90% of the brain. And the patient goes, oh, surely fi- it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. Hemispherectomy is cool. I'm a lobotomy guy. You could live with a hemisphere. Like, a hemispherectomy, you could be okay. Lobotomy, you're done. You're alive, but you're done. For those of you that don't know, a hemispherectomy is just removing half of the brain. Well, I just like how the lobotomy was just, like, the go-to for any brain problems for probably, like, 30 years. And before that, it was just drilling a hole in it. <laughs> And they found, like, people who, like, were okay kind of from it. I mean, most of them died. That one in ten that survives. So this is – I was actually kind of thinking about this too, though. So every once in a while you hear a story about, like, 18-year-old pretended to be a doctor for six months and no one noticed. And, like, there's that whole thing in Catch Me If You Can. Obviously that slips by, which is scary. Yeah a doctor from the sixties or something who hasn't kept up on anything. I mean, you can only imagine stuff has changed a, a decent deal, yeah. right? It's like a doctor who was drawing a hole in a head. We wouldn't call that guy a doctor anymore. Like if he was just still a wreck, you'd be like, you're, you're not a doctor. It's weird to think about how today's doctors, they'll ultimately be like, what the heck were they were doing? Like, Mm-hmm. they were doing this crazy they were giving them these pills that were killing people and I mean you can only imagine right like right now it's like doctor wow you know schna- schnazzy make a decent amount of money you gotta do a whole bunch of stuff eventually those practices are gonna be viewed upon as like torture <laughs> yeah I don't know it always goes back to anesthesiology we always liked anesthesiology Mm-hmm. Those, they've got crazy malpractice insurance. They do. Because yeah. stuff goes wrong. Stuff goes wrong. You have to be ready with your drugs. Yeah, I think I, they say that those guys just end up being so sick. Like so weirdly dark humor. Because when you've got, you're doing these calculations and then you've just got to keep this person on the brink of death mm-hmm. but they can wake up. I had heard a thing. I forget. I forget who was saying this, but they had gotten some sort of serious surgery, and they woke up and they're still kind of woozy. And the the doctor goes, "I'm going to do a magic trick." It was a magician. It Wasn't David Copperfield? The doctor was a magician. No, no, no. The guy getting operated on. Maybe it was like David Copperfield or something. But he was like, "Hey, I'm going to do a magic trick on you." So he just went up. He goes, "Ready?" Because it's down to the seconds. He's just like. Okay, I'm going to count down from five. You know, five, four, three, two, one. And then just intense pain because <laughs> your body just went out of the... Wait, what? The The anesthetic had, all of it had worn off. Mm-hmm. And the doctor knew exactly when it was going to happen. So he told, I think, David Copperfield, like, hey, uh-huh. I'm going to do a trek, like, five, four, three, two, one. And then he's just like, all of a sudden feels the pain of the operation. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? That's awesome. And then you gotta go to court a lot. Like, you just get sued all the time, and... I mean, you could really mess that up. Yeah. Reed Jameson's dad. Yeah. You probably get pretty good at it. Yeah. And then you only have to go in when you need to do it. What do you mean? Like, I don't think they're just... Do you think they're always just hanging out, anesthesiologists? I mean, there could be lots of operations on a day, Well, they, like... Yeah. For emergency surgeries. I guess so. Um doctors don't really at least trauma surgeons just hang out at hospitals. I know that. Meeting. Yeah. But if you're doing it for like the planned stuff. Right, a yeah, doctor no. could have like one scheduled surgery in a day for a big one. Uh huh. You just have to Well you have to be there the whole time. Yeah. And just wait. <laughs> See if just they're gonna wake up. <laughs> You have to wait for something to go wrong. I guess You have that's to true. plan for the worst. That's that's the name of the game in anesthesiology. Well, this has been week two of Moker DT Radio. Um, what was the DT? Drive time. Oh yeah, Moker Drive Time Radio. Thank what's, you for tuning in. What's your tagline? Have a great day and God bless. Oh, okay. I like that one. I thought it was. Hope you enjoyed your drive to work or school, but. I think. Uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. I love my dog as much as I love for you. For you may think my dog will always come through. All he asks from me is the food to give him strength. All he ever needs is love and that he knows he'll get. So I love